You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, obviously, I need to show up and make a big impression, you know, right out the gate. I want, I want all attention to be on me, but yet I'm still going to be kind of a mystery, so they won't really know where I came from. How will you get the attention on you, though? I mean, well, everyone's going to be seeking attention. I mean, you know, I've gone before to these rather fancy occasions, you know, claiming to be the railroad baron, Larry Omtrak, heir to the Omtrak fortune, but I don't know if... You need a different angle. I think I might need a different one, because mm. I don't know if horse racing ladies, if they're going to be impressed with my railroad money. They probably won't. My, but, my but fake again, railroad money. But then again, it's like railroad are kind of old-timey. Horses oh. are like old-timey. Okay, i got to figure this out because we've got to get it worked out because I need to find a horse racing lady. Out the kinks. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, Sarah, you know, I wanted to bring something up to you in a very nonchalant... and <laughs> a non-clunky way? Non-clunky way uh-huh. in a smooth transition. I was shopping online the other day, and I wanted to go to Amazon, but I couldn't figure out the best way to do it. And I wanted to tell you about what I found out. Tell, please tell me. How did you find it? Sure. Thank you for asking, Sarah. I went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Amazon link there. It was very smooth and easy and helped my shopping experience. What, it enhanced it. What did you buy on your shopping experience? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. That's none of your business. And it doesn't matter because we you wouldn't be able to see what you bought anyway. No. Because uh, nobody em- can see. Nobody we would can't know. see what you buy. No, that's my own business. That's none of your business. Mm-hmm. But it was much easier going to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> and clicking on the Amazon link than shopping away and buying my personal items. Glad we got that out of the way. All right, so that was really good. <laughs> we're also going to be on this show today. It's Friday. It's been a long week. We've got uh, Alonzo Bowden, who's going to be joining us. Who's very? He was a very awesome dude. Yeah, and like dapper as hell. Like I saw, like Greg and I are just like little scruffy, like Southeast well, kids. And he walks I'm in. dressed up today. I mean, Greg looks. I have very a button-up nice. shirt on. Greg is wearing a button-up shirt. I'm. I'm wearing He's a in big the lap boy of shirt. Luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm on top of the world. I'm wearing a button-up shirt, Sarah. No, um, yes, I'm he is. fancy. I'm wearing a button-up shirt. Yeah, see? Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes. Uh, so, no, so Alonzo Bowden, he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow. That's Friday, May 6th, Saturday, May 7th here in Portland. So we're going to play our interview with him here in just a little bit. But we need to talk about what's happening tomorrow <gasps> and get to the bottom line of what I need to do here for this, more importantly. I'm so, so excited. Greg, tomorrow, did you know that I'm excited about tomorrow? God, yes, I realize that you are excited <laughs> about tomorrow. Train, so, drink. So this is... I mean, I don't know how this has become like a big thing for us because we're so far away from any of this sport and nobody ever really talks about it. But the Kentucky Derby is tomorrow. Horse racing is tomorrow. We are not uh, really into horse racing here per se. But when the Kentucky Derby happens, there's a big uh, track here in Portland, Portland Meadows. And it is kind of fun to go out to it. It's kind of like a like a I don't know what you would a, a tribute Kentucky Derby party. It is. I mean, well, of. I mean, it's based. It's airing the Kentucky Derby and all of the races right. leading up to it. I mean, so you don't really get you to ba- see the horses. You, you pretty b- much go to a horse track and watch TV. What you're that's doing what is you're basically doing. yeah. That's, go, that's what we're you, doing. You go all the way out there to just watch TV and like drink mint juleps and ridiculous hats. Yeah, that's what you do. Oh, and it's being noted in the live chat. Uh, you can drink outside, so that's a big. It is. It's that's, true, that's and it is really thing. fun. And they have like tents set up, and yeah, it's kind of a clusterfuck. I mean, there are lots of people there, and it's mm-hmm. so hot. Mm-hmm. But the experience itself is really fun, especially seeing the women like dressed to the nines and like, like and that's, stiletto heels and their giant hats. And that's what I want to get to because these are clearly, you know, they're they're clearly ladies with some money. And obviously, you know, I think if you listen to the show, you realize, you know, despite my outward appearance of my button up shirt, I, I am not, in fact, uh, one of the wealthy people. Whoa. But Whoa, I can pulling play back the curtain pulling back the curtain. Really, I'm putting my hat on backwards. We're going to wrap for a second. We've got to stop referencing that because we do that like every day. Now, now I have to do it. All I know the time. it's like a tick. Yep. So, no. Uh, and, and, you know, we've gone to these different fancy events that we've somehow conned people to let us go to before. And and where I've, uh, you know, I, I feel the need to put on the air of wealth. So that way, you know, these ladies will think it's, you know, uh, you know, I have like some kind of money or something. And then so you want to I know like it, convey the fact that the... you have secret money, even though you don't have secret money, but you want right. to look like you have I want to look money. like I have money. Okay, yeah. Like I want to be, wanna I want to, I want to get invited to the cool parties and want to hang out, you know, with these you get stiletto upstairs. ladies. Yeah. You I want to go up. Yeah. Exactly. I want to go to the box seats. To the VIP area. Right. So Box seats for, yet again, watching TV. <laughs> watching television. <laughs> there is no... There really are is no, no horses there. There really is no hierarchy. It's just like you want to watch TV on a higher level. All right. You're fancy. That's go. fancy enough for me. <laughs> so... 
So, uh, you know, and we've gone to the other fancy events where, you know, my, my other my other alter ego, Larry Omtrak, heir to the Omtrak fortune. Most people call it Amtrak. That's mispronouncing it. It's Omtrak. You know, and when I'm when I'm doing that, you know, I think people respect me because, you know, railroad money is old money. That's important stuff. And uh, and I, I think that's a that's a that's a good angle. But mm-hmm. I don't know about the horse racing people. I think I may need to be a, I may need to be a baron of some kind. I think I need to become a baron. Define baron. Barons are, you know, men of business, uh, captains of industry type, you know, and I think I can put that off to people. So I, I want to, I want it to be like, I want old money. I want to be something that's old money, but something they can't prove. Cause I think that'll be easier for me to, to pass it off. Well, what would be so impressive like, to the Kentucky Derby crowd? I don't know. What are they, what are they into? What are horse racing ladies into? Drinking and They like hats? drinking? My, uh, okay. All right. Drinking and hats. Uh, okay, what about mint juleps? I could say they do like mint juleps. My name's Donnie Julep. Oh, and God. you know we come from the from the mint. My, my great grandfather invented mint juleps. It comes from it's a family name. Donnie Julep. Does that work? No. I don't. I, I, I suppose like, so. Are you, like, I he invented up, putting sugar and bourbon and right. mint leaves. See, and then together. I can walk up to them, you know, when they're drinking it. Hi, are, are you enjoying my drink? And they'll be like, "That's my drink." I'm like, not really. Actually, it was my great grandfather. <gasps> that just sounds creepy. Grandfather like you Julep. Put something in someone's said, drink. Hi, Donnie Julep. <laughs> I'm nice to meet you. Um, you like horse racing? Let's go to the upstairs place or something like that. You know, can I sidle Again, in like that? that? Sounds like you're trying to put something if in I their s- drink. If I just you know saddle up next to somebody and just start talking about you know, oh, that's actually my drink and explain the julep thing. Like if you were a fancy horse racing racing lady. Okay, let me just get into the into the mindset. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm a, a fancy horse racing. Right. Lady. Okay. So I so I sit down. You're drinking your mint julep. I'm like, hi. How's how's it going? You liking the racing? It's real good. You enjoying that drink? It's it's real tasty. Oh yeah. You know that's my drink. No, it's my drink. I just bought it. Actually, it's not. Donnie Julep. My great grandfather invented the mint julep. You know, and then I'll launch into my whole thing. I, I, it's too aggressive. <laughs> it's, I don't think you should. It's too aggressive. I don't know the way that you're like that. You're insinuating that someone's alcohol is your alcohol. Like it just sounds like you're gonna do something bad to them. <sighs> okay. No, I don't want to give off that. What vibe. about the hats thing? I don't want to give off. Everyone a... like at horse races. Everyone like wears the hats. Like the guys wear like their little fedora things, and then the ladies wear the well, big I gotta get hats. A hat. I guess I do need a hat for you this. You probably need a hat. Okay, I'll find a hat. Well, how is that going to be an angle for me, though? I don't know. You could How's say, like, your father was them? a famous hat, your great-great-grandfather was a famous hat maker. That sounds way who more sold boring hats than Donnie to all Julep. Of the... That's not topping Johnny Julep for me so far. No, it was Donnie Julep. Yeah, Donnie Julep. Yeah, you said Johnny said? Julep. You can't forget your own name. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie <laughs> You're talking about yourself. Donnie Julep. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's one uh, angle. What if... Um, what if I said, you know, our family line invented like horse saddles or something? Was that would that work? I think that you could do anything you set your mind to if you do a proper research. Like if you if you like sit <laughs> I down don't tonight. I want to put time into it. I know. I was gonna say if you sit down tonight for a few hours and like learn all about horse saddles, <laughs> I bet you could get away with yeah, it. Yeah, but is that gonna impress you? Like a, a, a horse racing lady? If I sat down Again, and I'm just told her all the facts. I'm not your target demographic, so I'm you not. You know the stitches on horse saddles. They, they have to stitch them four times in order to get a proper. I don't know. See, I, again, I don't know what I'm talking about. I think that would be boring. Do you know what you could do? Have you ever thought about just pretending to be a person that actually exists? No, like I mean, seriously, work. like look up all the horses and the oh, jockeys and all that stuff. You mean impersonate someone? Exactly. So I'm saying, like, if somebody you know named like Johnny Smith uh, owns like a horse, you could say like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm so and so. I'm his brother or something." Yeah, or like, you know, oh, it's our family <laughs> horse, and just do some research. Like, pick one guy. Ooh, that's risky, though. Why is that risky? Who because, will possibly look up to see if you're lying or not? But what if the my luck, there would be somebody who is related to that person Greg, that's there. If there's somebody who's related to somebody in the Kentucky Derby, they're going to be at the Kentucky Derby, not watching it on TV in the middle of industrial, you know. Well, then Portland. also, then why would that, how is that going to work for me? Just say, like, oh, I couldn't get out to be with the family this couldn't year. Get I out. go to the Derby yeah. My business was too busy with all of the mint juleps that we're making. Oh, I can't see. I can't go back into the mint juleps Mm-mm. again. All right. So, jockeys, jo- uh, like a famous jockey or something? Yeah, like not a jockey because you're you're little, but you're not little enough to be like one of the little ratty jockeys. <laughs> I I'm not claiming to be a jockey, okay? Because they're like really small. Well, I know. Well, so who's a famous horse person? I'm just saying, pick somebody like research a horse and find out like the owner's name or you know something along those lines. Somebody who's involved with the horse in some way, and then just take on that persona and just say that I'm that. I mean, I wouldn't I love be that how, I love how you could just like easily go into, oh, I'm a tycoon of trains or whatever. A baron, but, actually. But actually but, yeah. stealing someone's identity is like too far. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, I mean, so you want me to be that person or like make up like somebody's brother or something. I'm trying to think what would work. Would that work? 
you know, on on horse racing ladies. I think that that might. I think that that might if you do it casually okay. and if you like, especially the, the horse racing lazy, ladies are enjoying, like, oh okay. yeah, actually my my brother George is um, he's at the Derby today. I, I usually am there, but okay. I couldn't leave my business this you know this year. It's just been we've been okay. Slammed. So I'm looking this up. <laughs> we've been slammed with all the mint juleps. So so Nyquist is the that's the horse that's the the favorite to win. And so the is that owner, the American Pharaoh of this year. Yes. Why do you know all this information about horse racing? Of all I really things, I <laughs> of all I things know. that you hold on to, because I get to I get to dress you don't up remember and look how pretty. To, I get to day drink. I like both of those things. You don't remember how to restart the live stream of our own network, <laughs> yet you know the name of who won the Kentucky Derby last year. He's the first triple crown in like forty years. Every every time you restart the network now, you can take a shot or something, and then mm. maybe we'll look at that. Train did. All right. So the owner of Nyquist is uh, J. Paul Redham. Oh, that's a good way to do it. You got to do a first initial kind of thing. Ooh, okay. All right. So J. Paul Redham of Redham Racing. So should I? This, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for this. Should I say that I'm J. Paul Redham's like brother? Yeah. Okay. It's like, hey, I'm usually there, but uh, J. Paul had to be there this year. <laughs> J. Paul's over there. Because I couldn't get away from my mint julep business. Uh huh. Which. You know mint juleps don't, like, come pre-made, right? Like, uh, you know well, they're just a, a series of ingredients. Donnie julep. But, uh, okay, what what about, all right, D. Carl Redham. No, that's not a good. Is that's D, a horrible D. Carl name. Redham, that's D. not a good. Carl. <laughs> all right, what's, what's, a good, what's a good one then? What's a, because uh, uh, I have to have the first, in, first initial. J is a pretty good one. Yeah, so why don't you take J too? And he's like Josh and you're Jeremy or something. He's Paul. So I'd be I'd be J uh okay not J not Aaron Mark, that's right J Steven. J Aaron J Aaron Redham yeah that J Aaron real. Redham that my friends real. call me J A mm-hmm. no that doesn't really I don't like that either all right but J Red, J Aaron Redham so how are you going to approach these ladies well he's gonna know. sit with them at their table uh yeah you know I'll just take a seat and casually I've seen look this work around for you before never you know actually. I'll casually look around I'll be sitting sipping sipping my mint julep and then. You know, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, who'd you who'd you place a bet on today? You know, and I'll kind of sidle in there and they'll be like, oh, well, we're betting on, on Nyquist. Like, oh, that's great. You know, that's, uh, yeah, my, my brother's horse. He's uh, my older brother. and I actually, I I, uh, I need to take you back on that. I don't think you should go for the top horse. You need to go for like a middle ground horse. Why not shoot for the top? Because that's easily findable. Like if everyone's eyes are on whoever that is, like. Find a middle ground horse. All right, but I need a good... Re- Why am I not... Well, I don't know any other horses. Well, then I'm sure you can find them. Well, I'm, I'm sure in Baltuck we'll be able to cover some of the horses. All right, but why would I uh, Why would I be here and not over there? Is there a family falling out? Yes, family I falling out. I took most of the wealth. Yes, you took all of the Because I'm clearly the wealthy one. You're the wealthy yeah. one. Yeah, well, Jay Paul, you know, I mean, God bless him. He, uh, he... Uh, wait, what was, our, what was our family dispute? Over money, over, over who was the biggest tycoon? Do we, do we really want to? You know, he's a little bit jealous of me. Um, you know, the family definitely considers. <gasps> Maybe me they got to be angry. Maybe he went bald and you still have your hair. Tycoon, and he's like mad about your hair. That that's and that's why we split up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I feel really bad for Jay Paul. He kind of got some bad genetics there. You know, he went bald and decided to try to sue us for the money. And fortunately, being the tycoon I am, this already sounds bad. I don't yeah. like this. I don't like this line of no. It can't. It can't be that. I mean, then there's there's a, there was a lawsuit, but I took most of the money, mm-hmm. so you know that's why I'm over here. I'm gonna let him kind of go handle handle the horse. He gets race, like his one day a year. Yeah, he Let's gets. Just let him have his. Special he's getting day. his allowance mm-hmm. today, and so that's why he's over there. But anyway, it's nice to sit down with you. Could I could I buy you a mint julep? Did I tell you about my grandfather who invented juleps? And no, I that's can't, that's just like way yeah, too much. I probably wouldn't. All right, we need to work on this a All little right. bit. I gotta I gotta find craft. In this. the interim, we should probably play our interview from this morning. Okay, okay, yeah. we'll work it out. Um, J J Aaron J Aaron Redham. All right, yeah, that's. I think it has a flow to it. I think we're we're going somewhere with this, mm-hmm. maybe not. So let's go ahead and play our interview. Yeah, so Alonzo Bowden, he is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, right here in Portland. You can get tickets at heliumcomedy.com. He's awesome, and the interview just kind of rolls in from the beginning because he he sat down, and he had gone on uh, Channel Two just before he came here, and I guess as part of it, he had to mix like some kind of ranch he dressing. He was mixing like ranch dressings, and then the host is like, "Taste it," and he's like, "I really don't like ranch dressings." So he's yeah. like pretending to have to try it to taste it. Mm, this is good he's ranch. Like, I don't, I don't want to eat ranch at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what we were kind of talking about. And we just roll into the interview from there. So here he is. This is Alonzo Bowden on Fun Employment Radio. Yeah, I never liked ranch. Mayo is okay, but nah. Yeah. Oh, great. If it's really light. Yeah, you, he doesn't like condiments on anything. He gets everything dry. Yeah. 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 That's healthier. 
It is healthier. You, know, you could so. say that it's for you know because you're healthy. Right. No, it's just because I'm weird. super picky. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's that's what it really is. But yeah, I can come across as healthy. That's it. I've never been one like mayonnaise on French fries. I'm like, <gasps> no. What? For some reason, I you really like that. that. You like some mayonnaise? People, some mm-hmm. people love it. In Canada, they love that. They That's do. How they do it. You yeah. Know? I'm like, yeah. Because well. instead of ketchup, it's always just a, the side of mayo. Yeah. I, I think the fact, because I worked at a at this like little restaurant for a while, and I would see how they would leave the mayonnaise out all day long, and then yeah. use it the next day. And so ever since seeing that, I think that, that ruined anything where I would ever like mayonnaise. So you don't like old mayonnaise? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold the old mayo. <laughs> I wouldn't like the old mayo. <laughs> Let's just go in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by Alonzo Bowden. Hello, sir. Good morning. How you guys doing? Doing, doing good. Well. good. How are you, Alonzo? I'm great. Another day at the office. Beautiful day in Portland. It's not raining. <laughs> yeah, true. you got us so. uh, in our fake summer, so it's like going to be eighty degrees today. I think I know, and I'm yeah. going to enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. been to Portland before? Oh yeah, plenty of times. Plenty of times. I, I love this city. This city, you know, downtown Portland. I grew up in New York, and downtown Portland is laid out like Manhattan on a grid. The grid system. So yeah. that that's kind of cool. But you know, the thing about I love about Portland that keep Portland weird. Yeah, you are. You are. And, and it's Mission accomplished. Like what makes Portland weird? It's like a hundred different things, you know, but, but Portland has its own personality. And, and I'm really upset that Austin is trying to piggyback on that mm-hmm. with Keep Austin Weird. And it's like, you're not. There's always some Portland's speculation weird. whether or not, like, someone stole it from the other person. Like, if oh, Austin had Austin it first. stole it from Portland. I think so, There too. you go, Austin. You heard it right yeah, here. Uh, the only thing weird in Austin is that they're in Texas and they read. <laughs> that's the only thing that's unusual. It's a lot easier job to yeah. stay weird. Yeah. yeah. Look at you with your books and no, and no guns. What's wrong with you weirdos? Hippie. <laughs> Well, it's nice to hear that you still think that Portland has a weirdness to it because people are getting, you know, a little down about the fact there's so many people moving here and it seems to be getting a little like washed out. Everyone, everyone's like that. You know, it's that NIMBY idea, mm. you know, not in my backyard. Or It's like, yep. look, you live here. So someone else is allowed to move here. Like you weren't the last one. Like, OK, I'm in Portland. It's closed. Now. Right, <laughs> Shut <it>. up. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut up. Others will be moving here. It's like that everywhere. Yeah. But, no, Portland. Yeah. It has its personality because if you don't fit it, you won't be happy here. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I live in L.A. I grew up in New York. I live in L.A. and I've always loved living in L.A. But some New Yorkers come to L.A. and they're looking for New York and they're never going to be happy. And it, so you leave, mm-hmm. you go back, you know, just just like if you're going to New York and you want to surf, you're probably not going to be too happy. <laughs> you might want to head back to the West Coast. You know. So now, do you think you'd ever want to move back to New York? Or are you more accustomed? No, to I'm LA? I'm an L.A. guy. I yeah. love I love the space. I'm a big car and motorcycle nut and that culture is all you know southern california is perfect for it i love the weather i love when people say i miss the change of seasons like no you don't <laughs> no you, yeah that sounds good but let me t- i'm going to check with you in february when it's 14 below <laughs> and the snow isn't pretty anymore it's gray slushy ice how's that change of season working for you <laughs> beautiful change yeah of i season. like my season to change from summer to hotter summer those are the two seasons I like. Well, it seems like you're living in the right place. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, I want to say too, I am. Uh, I'm a fan of you on a wait, wait, don't tell me. I'm. I listen. The wait, wait is so much fun. Oh, I bet. And you know, it's interesting with wait, wait. It took a while to become a regular. Yeah. Like you. I yeah. How did, do you get into that? Well, here was the thing. I did the show regularly, but the audience of wait, wait is very particular. They're like, mm, we're gonna give this guy a year and a half before we consider <laughs> very him slow adopters. A part of. But um, I, I love wait, wait, and I love the range of people that listen to wait, wait. It, it is there is no predicting. I was just in Hong Kong two weeks ago. People came to the show like, yeah, listen to you on Wait, Wait, you know. Wow. Oh, yeah, fantastic. And um, my my favorite moment was at Just for Laughs, the big comedy festival in Montreal, Mm -hmm. and Dave Chappelle was there. And I've known Dave. Not, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, we're best of friends, but I know Dave. And he came, he said, man, I like you on Wait, Wait. And I'm like, Dave Chappelle (laughs) listens to me on Wait, Wait. That was like the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I said to him, I said, you know, Dave, if you called in, they'd probably have you on (laughs) if you ever wanted to make a call. I know some people. You might yeah, be able to get yeah, a guest you, spot. I think you're good, but uh, no, that but that is the range, and you know, and and it's just amazing who listens. Um, Carl Castle, when he retired, he had a retirement party, and they invited me, and I couldn't make it because of other commitments. But like they said, man, from Nancy Pelosi 
to Katie Couric, you know, Tom Hanks called in, President Obama called in, like it's wow. that, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's just a far-reaching thing, so doing Wait Wait is fun, and when I'm on the show, the fun thing is, there's always at least one question that I have no idea what he's talking about. You know, it's yeah. something that happened in the news, and I'm like, no, Peter, I got nothing. <laughs> I, I got absolutely no idea. You can keep giving me hints all day long, and we won't get any closer. <laughs> so just go ahead, and I'll lose a point on this one. How fun is that? And you just did it this past weekend, yeah, didn't just you? Yeah, did, I just did last week. Uh, Faith won. Okay. Daily one, but <laughs> you, here's the other thing, and we're coming to Portland. I say we. The show's coming to Portland in June. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. By the way, I'm here to promote my appearance on Helium. <laughs> I'm at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. It's 7.30 not, and 10 p.m. You don't have That's to right. wait till June. No, you don't. Uh, helium. It's it's different and it's funnier than Wait Wait. I get to talk longer. Mm. Uh, but, heliumcomedy.com. Get your tickets. Thank you. Mm. But, but the show is coming here in June, and uh, we're going to do some live ones. And on the live ones, there's always jokes that get edited out. And and I'll give you an example. So this week, I, how far can I go? This is a podcast. You can, can do I whatever just you talk? want. Talk. All right. Yep. So we were we were, one of the topics we were joking about. Obviously, was lemonade. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know. And, yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Did you Becky bo- with the good hair. Yeah. I don't. I don't have to watch it. I, I really <laughs> right. don't. I, have, <laughs> I don't have to <laughs> tune in to see a black woman resenting you dating white women. I heard. <laughs> But anyway, so and and by the way, I joked about you know the Becky with the good hair thing. I'm like Beyonce has great hair. She has fantastic so, hair. But anyway, <laughs> so there was that joke early, and then we were doing something about a guy wrote a book about how he can't stand Gwyneth Paltrow, and Gwyneth Paltrow's full of shit, right? <laughs> because she has all of these beauty treatments and this and that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, so like $200 dollar like smoothie treat- thing. Yeah. yeah. So so Faith was talking about something about a vagina moisturizer thing that <laughs> that Gwyneth Paltrow is pushing, right? Um, vagina steamer, that's what it's called. <laughs> what? I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So so now we're now we're doing a bunch of vagina jokes and I closed <laughs> it I closed it about the vagina with the good hair. And <laughs> you know, hilarious ten minute rant that they just like and they were like they're in our headphones. They're like you know none of this will be on the show. Right? So if you come live, you get to hear the jokes about the vagina with the good hair that you will never air on radio. That's amazing. Well, listen, they know, like, since so many people listen to it, they know what the audience will take and will not take. Yeah, yeah. but I think that's more like FCC regulations. You know? But, yeah. uh, you know, that, that that show, is it's a lot of fun, and it has a, a, a wide range, a, a deep reach, and the fans are really into it. So mm-hmm. that one's fun. Well, and you do a podcast of your own as well. I do. I do. It's called Who's Paying Attention. I joke about the news and current events. I do most of them myself because there are a lot of podcasts that comics will get on and they'll do, and there's all kind of background noise. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah, Uh, No. They're doing construction. Never interrupt construction people when they're actually working. It's so rare you see them actually. No. (laughs) So, so a lot of podcasts, it's they're very self-indulgent, and comics will get on, and they'll end up talking for an hour and a half, and it's very inside baseball, as mm-hmm. they say, and it, it almost it becomes boring. Let's be mm-hmm. honest, you know. So I said I don't want to do that. So I go on, I try to talk twenty minutes, make jokes about, talk about whatever. Sometimes it's not funny. Sometimes I'm serious about issues that I joke about. But now more and more, I'm having guests on because people like it when I interview when I do it like this format. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult for me because I'm on the road and traveling so much. So I do I do both both of them. You know, I do both formats. But uh, I'm surprised people listen. I I don't actively push it. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I do it and put it out there. It's like something that the fans ask me to do, and I do. But I'm I'm very happy and and flattered and surprised people listen and they get on me when I don't do one. <laughs> I'm yeah. supposed to do it every week, but it's like, look, I'm in Hong Kong. I, I'm not going to do the podcast, or I'm on a cruise ship, and you know our internet is basically dial up, so <laughs> right. it's not going to happen this week. But where do you usually record your podcast at? At home. At home. I usually do it at home, but then we have a studio at the Improv in Hollywood, and I do it there when I have guests because it's wired up and it works great. So nice. How often are you traveling? I mean, you're talking about like Hong Kong two weeks ago. Like right. You were in Chicago I, you know, last weekend. I'm a, I'm a grinder. I'm an old yeah. old road comic at this point. Didn't didn't know when or how that happened, but I knew it happened when all the young comics started asking me for advice. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> when did I become that guy? <laughs> but, you know, I don't count how much I travel because it would probably depress me. 
but I guesstimate that I'm at an airport, not always for the week, sometimes a day, to the, but probably 40 weeks out of the year, I'm at an airport. Like, wow. There are times when it just, the last two weeks was crazy. I flew from, in a, in a let's just say in 14 days, I went from Vegas to Hong Kong to Singapore, back to LA, to Chicago, to North Carolina, and back home. Wow. In two weeks. So that that's when and it's now in crazy. Portland. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm in Portland. But Portland's fine because I'm in the same time zone. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it is. It's, it's crossing time zones. I was going to say time zones and then weird. cultures and that much flying on an airport and, and being I'm, that I'm, much time in an airport. I'm so you Like air, airlines beat you down yeah. to the point where you just surrender and take it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and here's the thing. Like I fly so much. I'm platinum on different airlines. I don't know how people fly who don't have the stat. Like if you're in group four. Yeah. You know, I see people in group four with a carry on. I'm, I'm like, wow. <laughs> how optimistic are you? <laughs> really? Group four? You think there's going to be overhead bin space? Let me tell you something, group four. Check your bag. You will not, there will not be overhead bin space in group four, you know, and it's, uh, it, it, but that's the job. I, they yeah. pay me to travel. I tell jokes for free. Uh, it is, uh, but but I love being on stage, you mm-hmm. know. So that so that's the price I pay. I would love to get on a TV show that's stuck. I get a lot of shots, host mainly hosting and stuff. But I'll, I do one season, you know. what I mean, I, mm-hmm. I had a show, Hundred One Cars, You Must Drive, mm-hmm. and after the first season, Speed Channel went out of business. So boom, you're gone. And I did a great show with D, um, uh, D. Ray Davis called Mind of a Man, and it was like a game show network show. And it was they would ask that. Three women in the panel would be comics, and it, you know, we polled a hundred men, and the number one answer is blank. And we would joke about a great show, one season, that, and, and yeah, so that on. Yeah, sounds like something I would totally watch. Yeah, it was it yeah. was all good, but so I don't know what it's like to do season two. <laughs> I, I would just love. I asked Aisha Tyler one time. I said, Aisha, what's it like to do season two? She said, It's really great. <laughs> really, she said, That's when it really kicks in. You you should try it. You know, so <laughs> striving for that she, season she's two. on season seven of Archer, so she's good. But uh, yeah, but you know, you you got to work, right? So mm-hmm. until yeah. until something like that sticks, and I'm, I keep trying, um, I'll be on the road doing what I do. Because ultimately, when you when you clear away all the other shit, right? The travel and the, the business and the agents and the managers and the contracts and so when you're standing on stage talking, the art of stand-up, I absolutely love. That's the pure yeah. part. You know, I was joking earlier about Dave Chappelle, but like when Dave left the show and went through all this and all that, when he got back on stage and he said, yeah, now I'm home, like I know exactly what he meant. You know, that because, I mean, on his level, he was dealing with more bullshit and mm-hmm. Hollywood and talk and he's right. crazy and blah, 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 all this nonsense. And then he got on stage and people were like, oh, shit, I forgot. This is Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. This, is, this is what he does. So, yeah, I love it for that for that reason. Now, do you think you want to do any acting or do you want to do more along the lines of like hosting? If, yeah, I'm, I'm better at hosting. Yeah. I like hosting better. In in the TV business, they call it scripted versus unscripted. Mm. And I'm better with unscripted, which is like doing the panel talk shows and hosting and stuff like that versus a scripted, you know, sitcom or drama. I, that's the lottery. Mm. I would love to do that. You know, when you ask somebody, I was in Vegas one time and I'm sitting at the bar and this guy said, hey, man, would you ever be interested in doing a sitcom? And I said... You know what you just asked me? You asked me if I'd be interested in making between five and seven figures a week. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be interested. You know, they, you're talking about a gig that pays fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand a week. Yeah, yeah. As, a, as opposed Consider to being, it. as opposed to being here next to you. Yeah, yeah. I would like to do a thing, but people don't realize. But that's, but it's a tough sell. It's, it's there's limited right. spots, and you know that's why I call it the lottery business. Mm. And but you learn over time. You know, it is what it is. You, you, you get it or you. You don't you get a shot and and there's a million reasons it happens and a million reasons it doesn't so you know good for the I, I have some friends who have made it with sitcoms uh, my favorite show right now is the Carmichael show with Jared Carmichael the show is brilliant I love Jared he's a great guy Tiffany Haddish who I think is going to be a superstar she's on the show uh, David Allen Greer who's hilarious oh, yeah, he's David on Allen's. the show you know there's an example of you talk about a super talent like Dag is amazing, yeah. And, yeah. But he he he's done great, 
But there was a time when you're like, why isn't this guy like a movie star? This mm-hmm. right. is hilarious, you know, and and it is what it is. But he does great. And, um, yeah, so, so you know, if Terry Crews ever goes down, maybe I'll have a shot with <laughs> the, big, the big black guy. But he's kind of got that locked up right now. You are very tall. 6'3". 6'3". 6'3". So, yeah, I'm tall. I'm tall in the real world, but then people, are you a pro ball player? I'm like, oh, you've obviously never met. Have a you pro ever, ball yeah, player. been around yeah. an NBA team? No. Yeah, we actually worked for the Trailblazers here. In Stop town it! I'm for, a Clipper fan. Okay. Shut up. Oh, oh. oh. that's right. Oh. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> we know what the injuries are like. I yeah. can say I was that. Just saying, if any the, team can sympathize. The tallest people I've ever seen in my life. I, oh yeah, yeah, being around. Yeah, the that's NBA all, teams. Though. Like we don't I like nothing about them anymore. I liked the old <laughs> criminal trailblazers. The trailblazers? Uh, yeah. They're going to make were, a... When they uh, were all like... Uh, yeah, they're doing a 30 for 30, yep. right? When yep. they were all... Like my favorite <laughs> one was My favorite one was Damon Stoudemire got caught smuggling <laughs> yeah. weed because he wrapped it in aluminum foil. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the airport. there you go. Yeah, because that whole metal detector thing won't... You know, and you're like, listen, man, you, you got enough money to buy the weed when you get there. <laughs> I don't know how much it costs. But you probably could have got the weed. <laughs> you could money. probably cover it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. You make you make more than TV money, <laughs> right? But th- those teams were funny, and then you know, and you guys had Clyde Drexler, yeah, Clyde the Glide, which was, you know, he was an amazing player. And you've had oh, your, yeah. you've had your bad luck, Greg Oden. Yeah, was, Oden oh, yeah. was a whole thing, and that Roy was just bad luck. Yeah, so. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, Roy was like 28 and his knees were like 71. Yep. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had like no cartilage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, That's as a Clipper fan, you know, disappointment is never far away. Right. You know, <laughs> never, never far away. I love the team, though. It's fun. That's good. I'm glad That's so. Cool. Have you been a longtime Clipper fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so I, no I was Lakers a Clipper fan. No. I liked good. Showtime. You know, Showtime was fun. That, Just for I the moved to LA in the 80s. And, well, the thing was, Magic was such a personality, right? And the thing about Magic was he, he might pop up anywhere. You'd be like, yeah, I was at the mall today, saw Magic. Coming out of you know Sears, don't know why he was like that though. He would get, had to get a new dryer. Used to play pickup ball, you know, and and I was good. Not you know, you always wonder could you make it mm. in the league? And I got to play with guys in the league, and you find out in thirty seconds, like no, no, no not even close. <laughs> Absolutely not. But we used to play pickup ball, and Magic would show up with his friends at various basketball courts around L.A. Like he was that guy, and you, you'd be like, that's Magic Johnson playing ball, you know, but. But so the Showtime Lakers were fun, and you loved them, and and that was cool, and and it was a scene. But the thing about the Clippers that we loved, when I say we, me and my brother used to go to games, when the Raiders were in L.A., the Raiders played at the Coliseum in the sports arena where the Clippers played was an old arena. It was USC's arena, I think. And if you had a Raider ticket stub, you could go to a Clipper game for $5. Like, (laughs) the Clippers were so bad, they would advertise the other team. They'd be like, come see Carl Malone against the Clippers. You know, come, yeah, yeah, come see Clyde Drexler beat the Clippers. Like, that would be their ad, you know? So we used to go just because it was like, this is, because I admired them for showing up. (laughs) The Clippers for so long set so many records for futility. They were the worst team and and then you know they'd get good for a season, right? For like they Elton Brand took them to the playoffs, and then a year later, like Elton's going to Philly. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> we thought we were going to go to the playoffs twice. No, you're not. But so no second season for the Clippers. No, they, but but then Blake Griffin came along, and and besides being a great player, he has a sense of humor. Mm. His, his yeah. personality worked, and then Chris Paul is is beyond a superstar. He runs a team and. Um, DeAndre Jordan, you know, that that whole thing of Lob City, watching them run and dunk was so much fun. Mm. And the other thing was because the Lakers were the glamour team to see and be seen. Oh, yeah, all the Jack of that. Nicholson yeah, team. Movie yeah, movie stars. People weren't even there to, to watch a game. They were there to see where your seats were versus their seats. Who's closest and to the floor. Who was wearing what. And the Clipper games, people were there for the game. And a ton of comics are Clipper fans. Hmm. You know, I I have tickets. Cristela Alonso, who's a great, who had the show. Cristela, she's a yeah, we, she's we've a, talked to her uh, before. Season yeah. ticket holder. Eric Griffin, uh, season oh, yeah. ticket holder. We've Pete, had nice. too. Yeah. Pete Dye, season ticket holder. Like, there's a bunch of uh, Rondell Sheridan, uh, who did all of that. So Raven for all those years oh, and wow. stuff. 
all Clipper fans. Like for some reason, comics love the Clippers. I think it. I think it's the disappointment and futility. <laughs> We're like, I, I relate. I'm with you. It's the underdog team. So we we have a we have a great time, and and you know you always bump into people at the games. They're, they're very real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Clippers are fun, and they're they're a good team. You know, hopefully they get it together and and take it to another level. But they're they're a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm a big Clipper fan. Nice. As am I. All right, now you kind of made me want to root for the Clippers, except I can't. Anyway. Well, but next yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I wouldn't have the first round anyway. But That's true. You know. Yeah, well, then, then they go up against Golden State, which, you know, which would is, be tough. Yeah, well, which oh, is yeah. what's we're, happening to the yeah, Blazers right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Golden State's a good team. But, well, and and this is another case. Like, it, almost, it happened last year, right, where the Clippers just fell apart against Houston, and then Houston got – the Clippers would have been a better opponent for Golden State, mm-hmm. but the Clippers, I think, forgot that they had to beat Houston <laughs> first. Yeah. And they were like – up by 20 in the third quarter and then they were like oh yeah we're the Clippers yeah never mind we'll we'll let this go we're good we forgot who we were <laughs> well spend your time doing something fun this weekend and go see Alonzo at Helium Comedy Club please do yes indeed please do it, it's gonna the shows are great we have a lot of fun there's too much going on mm. right now I just left North Carolina uh, you know when you get to the how point how is North Carolina this is the thing. North Carolina is actually a cool state, okay. but the government of North Carolina yeah. is crazy. They, the, the Koch brothers put them in. It was like a weird, like they financed the legislature uh. over the years. And so they have this, you have a cool state or a state definitely with pockets of cool mm-hmm. versus with this crazy backwards ass legislature. And, and I have it. See, here's my thing. The next time the South asks to secede, I'm like, yeah, please. Like, don't let us stand in your way. Right. You go. Go for it. But we're going to make a trade. We're going to keep North Carolina, and we're going to give you Arizona. <laughs> we're going to just, you take Arizona. We're going to keep North Carolina. Cross the board, Parts straight of trade. North Carolina, very cool. And yet, you know, you're like, at how angry are you? that transsexuals in the bathroom is your issue. You right. know what I mean? That, like, that's like, where you have to fight. Like, how much <laughs> How much did you hate to get to that? Another thing, <laughs> those trannies in the bathroom, like they, there are four transsexuals in North Carolina. <laughs> exactly. How many, if you're transsexual, you are not moving to North Carolina. Fuck you know no. what I'm saying? So, no. <laughs> but it's almost amazing that they get, that that's what they're worked up about. Right. You know? You got to find something to be mad about. Yeah, but um, but but overall, great state, beautiful beautiful state, and and you know, just like anywhere else, there's good people, but in the South, it's like yeah, just you know, listen, this is what I say. Like if you're, you know, a minority or a woman, we'll let you leave. We'll let you come up north. You know, if you're a white man, mm, slow down. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a talk. Make sure we want you. You might need to stay in the South, and and you can have NASCAR and college football. There, you get those two sports, and that's yours. And you, but take your guns and shoot. Southern states love guns and hate health insurance. That does not work. You understand? If you love guns, you should probably have some sort of insurance policy going on. So wait, so real quick, you said that I know you're a big car guy. Are you not yeah. a NASCAR fan? Oh no. Okay, no, come that's on good. That's no, I like I like um, the the racing. I do like is Formula One. Okay. Which is like the, uh, the fancy cars, the, the upper oh, yeah. echelon. It's the highest tech. That's what I love about oh, it. Jesus. Super high tech car racing. They're basically like rocket ships on the ground. Oh, that's and, awesome! Um, it's it's a whole international scene, you know. And and Lewis Hamilton, the world champion, like Lewis, off and on dates the lead of the Pussycat Dolls. He has a private jet. He oh, hangs wow. out with movie stars. It's like, yeah, that's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Like, you're the world <laughs> champion right. driver. You know what I mean? Like, he <laughs> pops up, right. he hangs out in Cannes, and then he flies to Vegas for some big event, and then, you know, he's hanging out with Jamie Foxx in the Hamptons. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the life. You know, he's with, with you know, beautiful actresses, and like I say, star. and then it's like, yeah. That's that's what you race for. You don't race for NASCAR to be hanging out with Billy Bob and eating chicken. I could do that. Right. You know, you, you, I got here in my RV. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton travels in a private jet. That's that's where that's the racing I want to. He watch. only drives once a month. Yeah, on he, the track and his RV is at the track for him to take a nap. He, he's not living in it. <laughs> Go see Alonzo tonight and tomorrow night. So two shows each night, yep. 7.30, 10 o'clock.
Tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Go see Alonzo. Thank you so much and for coming. If you're from in. Alabama, I was just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in Birmingham next month. <laughs> and there we go. That was Alonzo Bowden right here on Fun Employment Radio. Uh, he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, so get your tickets to go see him. Should we do some World of Crazy, sir? Oh, it worked. It played. Oh, my goodness. Well, it just started, so fingers crossed. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up at a Chictawaga, New York. That's apparently a place. Chictawaga? Chictawaga? Chictawaga. Uh, A Chictawaga woman has been arrested after trying to use fake movie money to buy multiple jars of mayonnaise. (laughs) Wow. You actually she, have a mayonnaise story. I after have all that. a mayonnaise story. I did not even. Used, I mean, I did that on purpose. She used movie money. Movie money. So, uh, Cheek Tawaga uh, police say a cashier's suspicions were confirmed when a woman tried to pay for multiple jars of mayonnaise with fake money this past Wednesday. <laughs> so, uh, this lady's name is Rynette Fox, 47 years young, and she was purchasing the mayonnaise jars at a restaurant depot when the ca- uh, <laughs> the cashier thought that something was not right about her currency. After noticing that the $100 bill that Miss Fox uh, tried to use felt authentic, the cashier then observed it further until finding the words written clearly across the top for motion picture use only (laughs) written on it. How do you even get your hands on movie money? I mean, she probably had to steal that. She probably stole the movie money from a movie. And tried to to use that. To get her jars of mayonnaise. Right. Why wouldn't Mm. you just use the movie money at the movie? I mean, I I guess they don't have mayonnaise. I think it's it's movie money for movies, like to look like real money for a movie. No, I'm no. I yes. highly no. What she's I'm I'm assuming it's like movie bucks or whatever. No, it's a it's a hundred dollar bill that she was trying to use that looks like a hundred dollar bill. What like stolen from a movie set? That's what I was thinking because it looks like a hundred dollar bill except for like in, you know in the United States of America instead of that it says like for motion picture use only. So it's for motion pictures. Okay. So I think it's fake. Movie well, then money. how did she get how did she get her hands on that? I don't know. Let's see. So if it's we can counterfeit find out. money. I think saving saying movie money makes it seem weird. <laughs> yes, it's, it's counterfeit money. Okay. All right. So uh, police officers in the U.S. Secret Service were notified. Yeah, because they're they're in charge of that stuff. And Fox was subsequently charged with possession of a forged instrument. Following arraignment, she was released on her own recognizance. Uh, the alleged incident comes after police received a citizen report saying they were scammed out of three hundred dollars when they had realized they'd been given fake money. Uh, so let's see. She didn't say where she got the um, the fake money from, and it is uh, considered prop money, and it's uh, it's a status of fake currency, and so it can yeah lead to an arrest. Wow. Movie money. Movie money. <laughs> Movie money. Um, I have an update from something that uh that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Okay. Do you remember my story about the female Ted Cruz? <laughs> yes. That yes, might, I do. That might be uh, might or might not be doing the Ted Cruz theme porn. Yes. Well, it's out. It's finally happened. Uh, so actually, the same day that Ted Cruz decided to duck out of the race is the day that the porn was actually released. So I want to know if you think that you can figure out what the name of it is. Oh man! What do you think a Ted Cruz theme porn? I'm would trying be? to think. I mean, if it was Trump, it'd have to be a Make America Great Again, something like that. But um, how? It's not that clever. It's so I'm sure that you'll probably come up with something like cruising you could come up. for love or something like that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that sounds more like a lifetime. I mean, is it, porn, is it like a dirty name? Yes. Like, do they go straight to like triple X name? It's not triple X name, but you it's know. like it's a it's a sexual entendre. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. All right, so Cruz, Cruz suspended his presidential campaign on Wednesday, the same day that his. <laughs> Looking at some of the suggestions in the live chat, that's... <laughs> that his. Uh, his female lookalike decided to release the porn named Penetrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's the best they came up Penetrate with. Penetrated. Pe- Penetrated in all caps, <laughs> which is a, a amateur sex video featuring a 21-year-old woman who many people say that is the female Ted, Ted Cruz because of a strong uh, resemblance. She does look like him. I mean. I mean, she really does penetrate Ted. <laughs> penetrate Ted. Now, uh, Cersei Hayes uh, first became an internet sensation after appearing on the Maury Povich show, as most classy people do, uh, to refute her fiancé, Freddie Green's accusations of cheating 
with another man. Now, he was accusing another man of fathering their young child, but uh, rest assured, Freddie indeed was the father. Now, however, on their appearance on Mori Povich, that some people started to notice she looked like Ted Cruz, uh, Freddie Green is very excited about his now porn famous girlfriend. <laughs> said it's kind of exciting <laughs> and shocking to know. I think he said this before, and he's still saying it. It's kind of exciting and shocking to know she's famous. She's more <laughs> famous than Madonna. I'm with a star. <laughs> well, the Mori Povich fame turned uh, turned into a new fortune for the couple when uh, X Hamster, the porn site this is on, offered them ten thousand dollars yeah, to make a six thing. minute amateur porn film. It's ten grand. You're not. <laughs> we're retiring now. Like what? What? How, well, why would they only do it for ten grand? Well, let that's me what tell I you. Why, I mean, it's that's a vast quantity of money. Think about listen to all the things I, t- I said this before, but I want to re- refresh your memories of what Freddie Green is going to go buy with all the money. <laughs> Freddie said, uh, "With ten thousand dollars, want to buy a truck, pay off our house, and we might even get married." <laughs> I never had anyone say, "Here's ten thousand dollars, go make a sex tape." <laughs> um, so there were some technical snafus during the filming of Penetrate Ted. Uh, it says Freddie Green filmed it on his iPhone 4, but he didn't know how to send the files, and he doesn't have email. So they sent the. F- <laughs> he oh my God! Email. The guy mailed the phone to the porn company. He literally mailed his phone because he couldn't figure out how to get the video off of his phone. <laughs> he mailed the phone to the com- to the porn company. So, uh, so it says, uh, so the owner of X Hamster, which is the porn site, was uh, <laughs> asked uh, whether or not he liked it. He said, "It's not my cup of tea, but it's <laughs> it's very passionate, and they obviously love each other. She knows what she's doing." Oh, so gross! Is she dressed up in like a Ted Cruz suit or something? I don't know. Like, I I don't want to see it. I, I don't, don't think I want to see it either. But I do. I mean, don't you? I don't know. I say no. I would probably look once. I would probably look for like I would regret five it. seconds. I would yeah. regret it immediately. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to watch the whole thing, but I mean, I do kind of <laughs> just want to... Just, it, there's a morbid curiosity that you kind of just want to see. So anyway, if you'd like to purchase that, uh, that that's uh, available at X Hamster Penetrated. Oh, wow. And this is a true story. Uh, thank you to everyone who sent this to me. And this is... I kind of want this. So KFC has now released, this is in Hong Kong, it's going to be happening all around the world though soon, KFC has released, I shit you not, a fried chicken flavored nail polish. A they have released, Wait, a flavored nail polish? They have released nail polish that tastes like fried chicken. That you Ew. Can like- Don't make that noise, <laughs> I hate that noise. That is the worst noise. Yes, uh, KFC, the, I like, they call it the chicken chain. The chicken chain in Hong Kong, uh, in Hong Kong, uh, has now started a new marketing campaign in which it's offering lickable, edible fingernail polish in two flavors, original and hot and spicy. <laughs> so a woman so people are just like sucking on their fingertips? A woman whose name sounds made up, her name is Anna Mugglestone. She said, yes, this is actually a real thing. I tried it myself in the office when they were doing the testing. And she did say, it tastes like chicken. It's crazy. I don't know how they do it. Miss Mugglestone says nail polish was a way to remind the younger generation of the great taste and good times the brand stands for. <laughs> Lick your fingers and think of how good KFC chicken is. Ew. All right, so uh, the polish is made in conjunction with McCormick and Company, which produces the spices for KFC chicken. So it's going to be available in the second half of the year worldwide. Uh, Mrs. Mugglestone, Mugglestone uh, says there's been vast interest in the polish. Uh, but comics This are, isn't uh, an onion story This isn't an onion story I swear So they have the original flavor Which is a light brown And the hot and spicy Which is a red And then you just Lick your nails Ew just lick 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 That's lick, so lick, gross little, little finger snacks <sighs> Alright so uh, taste your ha- chicken fingers <laughs> With globe sauce <laughs> uh, So yeah So there you have it uh, Welcome to America Alright you can now have chicken-flavored nail polish. That, Thank my you. friends, is your world crazy. Excellent. All right, should we do some? Should we do some ball talk? Well, I mean, it's probably going to be more less balls and more horse talk today, right? There's actually, I'm not. I've got some stuff that's not horse talk that okay. I've got to get to. Greg, I kind of wanted to save this as a surprise, but. I found some amazing horse facts that I feel like we should go through for tomorrow. If you want to be, you know, some sort of tycoon or baron. I do need to be a baron. I think, know, I think a baron this If you time. told people, if you told the lovely ladies at the track horse facts, they <laughs> might be wooed by you. That would do it? 
Mm-hmm. If I just walked up and started giving them horse facts. I found some genuinely interesting horse facts. All right. And watch, I bet you uh, dollars to donuts that tomorrow, Do- one of my horse facts you're going to use at some point. I don't know anyone else that says dollars to donuts either. Horse facts. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg I don't Nibbler. even know if I'm saying it right. I've always I just said either. that. Is it a saying? I don't is know. Is it just something I think is a saying? <laughs> dollars to donuts. I'm not sure. I don't know. Have I just been saying it wrong? Is everyone just like, oh, Sarah, she says that oh, weird dollars to donuts Oh, there she goes thing. again. Sweet spirit. To She's a real sweet spirit. All right. Um, first up, in ball talk. Let me. S- Whoa! Whoops. That wasn't supposed to happen yet. Nothing. Everything's fine over here. Everything's running perfectly smooth today. Uh, Sarah. It is a phrase. Thank God. What? Um. I know you're a big fan of Tom Brady. Sure. I like that <laughs> song. <laughs> well, in addition to yes, his. Uh, to me, those balls are perfect. That song gets stuck in my head it is, sometimes. It gets stuck in my it's head so much, song. too. It is, it is the best thing that's mm-hmm. ever happened. Um, but besides <laughs> that song, Tom Brady has now come out with something else that uh, I think we can all enjoy. And it is a Tom Brady cookbook of his favorite recipes for only $200. $200. What? You can get his TB12 Nutritional Philosophies featuring 89 seasonally inspired recipes. From Tom Brady. $200? Yes. 200 Only $200. Only. Sorry. Only $200. Yes. Um, the cover has a laser etched TB12 logo. And it also, you can learn how to make a sweet potato gnocchi. Gnocchi. However you say that. I never know how to say gnocchi. that. Gnocchi. Gnocchi. That's right. We, no, gnocchi. Gnocchi. So you can make that. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, find out how to make avocado ice cream. From uh, Mr. Tom Brady. That's kind of gross. Chef extraordinaire. So all for only $200. I just want to make sure that you are aware of that. $200. So. Thank you. I know yes. where my next $200 is Absolutely. going to go. Not to Tom Brady's cookbook. <laughs> um, moving on to ball talk. Before we get to the horses, I have, I have to bring this up, especially since I just accidentally played it. Um, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is a running back in the NFL for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But that's not all he is. Oh, ho, ho. He is apparently also a bit of a rapper on the side. Okay. Fancies himself a bit of a rapper. So much so that Snoop Dogg posted on Twitter that he's down down to record something with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he said that he would uh, he would be down to doing a track with, with Le'Veon Bell. And He'd be down to do it. Down to do it. I think mm. it's, it's uh, pretty much you know a quote right there verbatim. But uh, this makes me really question Snoop Dogg. And I, I like Snoop Dogg. I think everybody, you know. Has a, has like a spot Snoop for Dog. Snoop Dogg, yeah. But this is the person that he is saying he would work with. He doesn't always have the best judgment. So Le'Veon Bell also goes by the nickname Juice um, because somebody said he runs like O.J. Simpson. Even if he ran like O.J. Simpson, I don't think you'd want to take on O.J. Simpson's nickname. No. I, I know it's different what want. he did on the football field, no. but no, not really. Uh, so here, I'm going to give you a little sample. Maybe you can be the judge of this. This is uh, Juice, a.k.a. Le'Veon Bell, with uh, one of his songs... Uh, Gotham. And I know I'm great, man. And it's, it and starts I off with one of those, you know. I'm gonna skip past these. Uh, what? A gobbler? Why you hating, man? No, y'all see the money, best believe I'm taking it. I got my whole click and we walking in the club, we swagging. What you talk about my till we hold the money's in the back. What's that, Greg? I think he's you, in the what? middle of an aneurysm right there. That's what's That's happening. Exa- so. I felt like I was having some sort of, like, attack. Yeah. <laughs> that was just one of them. He's got ten songs out. Of course he does. On the Juice mixtape that you can sample. Such, uh, such hits has Come Back to Me. Um, Jackie Chan. I don't know what that one's about. I'm perplexed. <laughs> He's got one called <laughs> FMV. I don't know what that means either. Oh, Witness. That's probably talking about uh, snitches. Is this it? This is this is it, yeah. It sounds so much different than the other one. I don't know. Oh, another song. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We got the auto-tune. There's some auto-tune. That's the only difference. Man, I think I need a witness <laughs> Lucas in the chest says it kind of sounds like he's talking in his sleep. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. It does. Like he's drunk sleep talking. 
Le'Veon, wake up. Why are you playing this? Stop. It's so bad I had to. All right, there we go. All right, let's get to the big story at hand. And that is this. Oh, by the way, I'll post a link if anybody wants to download the whole album. Don't post a link. We'll we'll try to get that to you. Uh, Sarah, do you know what's happening tomorrow? No. It is the Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Woohoo! The Kentucky Derby is happening tomorrow, and um, I've got uh, I've got some odds for you. I want I want because we do this every year where we pick a horse mm-hmm. and we place a bet. This is the only bet I know how to do. It's a win, place, or show bet, and so you bet on one horse, and if they win, get second, which is place, or get third, which is show. I'm probably totally botching this up, but if they get first, second, or third, you make money. No, That's my it. horse got. I think third. Yeah. Last and year, and I made like almost 40 bucks. Which you should have given me money because I told you how to make that bet. No, you um, just showed me how to work the buttons. Anybody, can, anybody, anybody can send in tithings to Fun Employment Radio if you I want to. I already picked my but horse. Did you pick your horse? I have not picked my horse yet. I'll say this. The favorite is one called Nyquist. Nyquist. Okay. That is the name of the, the mm-hmm. favorite horse. Um, second favorite, let's see. Second one is at eight to one odds, Exaggerator. Exaggerator? Exaggerator. And then, mm. then Gunrunner. There's names like Trojan Nation. I'm not going to vote for that one. Sudden Breaking News. So there is Tom's Ready, Destin, Whitmore. There's not really that many great names on this one. Cherry Wine. I picked I the best name. Oh, no. Cherry Wine is scratched, so never mind. Uh, all right. What did you pick? I picked uh, Danzing Candy. <laughs> Danzing Candy. I don't... I, I thought... At first, I saw a mis- uh, like a misprint, and it said Danzig Candy. I'm like... Fuck yeah. Danzig and candy. That's amazing. Sounds disturbing. I don't want Danzig candy. And now I saw that it's Danzig candy. Danzig. But I already committed. I'm going with Danzig candy. Danzig candy at 15 to 1. You're going with that. Okay. Is is that kind of like in the middle somewhere? That's in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's a good payout. 15 to 1 if it were to win. Now, the odds change the closer you get. Ooh, boy. Hmm. All right. I'm I'm starting to narrow it down. We're either going to go with this really weird name, Shagoff. Which I don't know why. It's like a she goth. She goth. Like it's a it's a lady goth. There's gun runner. That's lame. Like if I'm trying to think if I were a baron, what would I name my horse out of these things? Probably gun runner then. <laughs> probably gun runner. That's probably what I would do. Mm. Uh, or Majesto. Ooh, that sounds Ooh, like a Majesto. superhero. That's a superhero you need to pick name. Majesto. I'm going with Majesto. Thirty to one. Thirty to one. That means I'll make twice the money you do. Majesto is going Majesto. to win the Kentucky Derby tomorrow. That is my prediction. And Sarah is going for wait. Who are you going for? I, oh, dancing candy. Dancing candy. Because it's the most random. Like, what does that even mean? I, I don't. I don't know. Majesto. Well, wait. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. So you're that confident about Majesto? Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, here I have to pull up the. So uh, as I was telling you before, I was doing some vast research for you for tomorrow. Oh. To um to give you what I figured would be helpful for you is to find out some. Horse facts. Horse facts. Uh, because, you know, that's the common ground that we'll all be sharing tomorrow is that everybody is going to be talking about horses and watching horses. True. You know, it's like the that's it's the common. It's the, equ- it's the great equalizer. Right. So I wanted to give you some horse facts that you can sprinkle into um, into your conversations. As a horse baron. As a horse baron. Okay. Or did you decide, are you a horse baron or like a mint julep? I'm not sure yet. I'm st- I, st- You're just I really mean, Donnie Julep is still a really Donnie good Julep name. Donnie Julep is the worst name ever. It's still a really good story. Mm-hmm. But all right. I, I guess Donnie Julep would know a lot about horses, though, still. Donnie Julep probably does know a lot about horses. Okay. I mean, because his family's been in the business for so long. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, Greg, I have some horse facts for you. And so, uh, but I didn't want you to get confused that we're having like a regular conversation, not a horse fact conversation. So I wanted to make a mm. sounder for after I give you a horse fact. So that uh, you so actually know that it's one to remember. So okay. when I tell you the horse fact, I'll be like, horse fact. So that way you know that it's one, okay? Isn't that the sound from, uh, what from, is that? From Law and Order. Yeah, I tried to okay. find the current affair sounder and it just doesn't exist. <laughs> the current affair. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, first It's not going to get annoying in any way, shape, or form, so that's good. Did you know that horses have the largest eyes of any land mam- uh, mammal? The largest really? eyes of any land mammal. Horse I fact. find that hard... I don't really believe that one, but okay. Did you know that when horses look like that, they're laughing? How does an elephant not have a bigger eye than a horse? I don't know. Horses have the biggest eyes. This is this is true. It was on the internet. It's true. Uh, do you know when horses look like they're laughing when they're doing that weird like lip like thing? Neighing. You know, not they're neighing when they do that weird smile thing. They're actually engaging in a special nose enhancing technique known as Fleming to what? determine whether a smell is good or bad. Horse S- fact. So, 
Hi there, how's it going? You know, my name is uh, Donnie Julep, and I just want to say, you know, those horses, when they're making that laughing noise, it's actually a, a, a phlegm thing they're doing to clear out their nostrils and so they can breathe better. Let's go upstairs and watch TV. Male horses only have 40 teeth, while females only have 36 teeth. Okay, that's a good one. I'll bring that one. Horse hooves are made from the same protein that uh, comprises human hair and fingernails. Hooves are. You know, those hooves, they're just like, you know, big fingernails. They're like big horse fingernails. Donnie Julep, do you like Um, Let's see, I have a couple more. <gasps> do you know horses can sleep uh, both lying down and standing up? I didn't know that. I knew that. Oh. Also, um, because a horse's eyes are on either side of their head, they're capable of seeing nearly 360 degrees at one time. Mm, no, I don't really think that's true either. <laughs> it is. Uh, the fastest speed of a sprinting horse recorded is 55 miles an hour. Uh, so most gallop at around uh, 27 miles an hour. <laughs> All right. Is that a... Horse <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you know a horse can maximum horse speed. you know speed. fastest horse is 55 miles an hour? I'm basically going to be Cliff from, uh, from Cheers. You will down never see... You know a horse can go... F- you will never miles an hour, see all horses if there's like a big group of horses. Not uh, you will never see all of them lying down sil- simultaneously because always at least one will be acting as a lookout to alert its companions of potential danger. Horse <gasps> horses cannot vomit. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I'll lead with that one. I'll lead with that. <laughs> did, clearly, did you know horses hey, can't vomit? Hey, you know horses can't throw up. <laughs> I'm Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Greg. Horses can't vomit. <laughs> I don't have much money, but I want you to think I do. <laughs> Did you, a horse's heart weighs 10 pounds. 10 pounds. That's three Sophie's horse fact. <laughs> that makes no sense to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, wherever a horse's ear is pointing is where their 360 weird eyes are looking. Uh, on the same side. So if like you see the ear, one of the ears is, you know, pointing in the direction, that's the direction that the eye is looking. And if the ears are pointed in different directions, that means the horse is looking at two different things at the same time. Horse fact. <laughs> um, let me see. I'll find one more. Um, okay. Horses can get sunburned. Horses have 16 muscles in each ear. If a horse has a red ribbon on its tail, it, it kicks. So it's a, oh. it's a warning. You know, uh, the horses with the red ribbons on their tails kick. Do you, do you, don't try I don't to make know that where, sound then, yeah, sexy. Turn that, somehow that's sexy, I know. <laughs> that's not sexy. <laughs> all right. I didn't see one on your hair. Or, no, that's not good. Then I'm calling her a horse. That's not. All right, never mind. Horses also produce approximately 10 gallons of saliva a day. Okay, I'm glad there you said saliva. All right, so I just wanted to have, give you some of those to work with tomorrow. <laughs> thank you. Thank so you, So what have Sarah. we learned? The, uh, horses... Can see 360 degrees, and they have phlegm in their nostrils. And uh, how much do their they, hearts weigh? They have ten pounds. Yes, ten, 10 pounds. Heart. Ten pound. They heart. have a ten pound heart, just like a, just like me. No, that doesn't work either. I, that sounds like you have some in, like weird and then they gotta, thing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a bad. Yeah, I've got a ten pound heart. <laughs> it's gonna explode in me. It sounds like you have some sort of ailment. <laughs> I've got two days <laughs> left. Uh, <laughs> all right, no, that's not good either. Although okay. that's a desperation move. I might I might go for a desperation move. I think the ears and the eyes thing are really exciting. You should focus <laughs> that's, on that's those. Right, you know, their ears are pointing. That's where they're weird. 360 degree eyes point. <laughs> yes, there you go. Hi, Donnie Julep. <laughs> Hi, respect. <laughs> you found it. Oh. Um, also, even though she's not listening, I want to wish a very happy birthday before we go to my little sister, who's not so little anymore. My sister's 34. You say you're calling her old. Yeah. And, she's, uh, old. she's old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Heather. Happy birthday to you. She never listens, but happy I like to give her a happy birthday. To you. Happy sounded sadder than it. That's really. We haven't spoken in years. She won't return my calls. But happy birthday, Heather. Wherever you are. Out there somewhere. <laughs> I'll save them all up and someday I'll send them to you. That's so sad. Um, all right. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Greg, I'm really excited to wear my horse dress tomorrow. Have I told you that I'm going to uh, wear a horse dress? Yeah, you're wearing a horse dress. That's I'm great. I'm wearing a horse dress. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I'm really excited for you on that. 
Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. It is fantastic. Uh, that you do so, we really do appreciate it. And thanks, uh, we've got some special guests here. We do. They've We're been such a, such a treat. Our friends from Boston, yes, are hanging out with uh, little Sophie in here. Yes, excellent. Yes. So thank you so much for coming out. And um, I'm trying to think, what am I forgetting? Because there's something I was supposed to promote. Now I only have to do well, one I'm, other. Show I remember today. what it is, but I don't want to make it sound like you forgot it. So I'm not going to say it. What? Oh, yes, of course, the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup, which is happening. Uh, thank you, Sarah. I was just going to be talking about that. I know. Uh, because that is happening on May 15th with our fine sponsors, Elysian Brewing mm-hmm. and Worthy Brewing. Oh, my goodness. Two very, very awesome breweries from Oregon. They, um, their beer is really good. It and is very good. Yeah, so definitely try a, try a pint of it if you see it on tap anywhere. It's uh, in stores, and they are sponsoring the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornell Tournament on May 15th at the Landmark Saloon. And the tournament itself is almost sold out, but we have so many different side games that are going to be Which we'll be talking about, yeah. Yeah, and events and prizes and everything. We just want everybody to come out there May 15th at the Landmark Saloon. Awesome. And yeah, that would be very, and we'll very be cool. There. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Veronica. Yes, thank you. <gasps> thank you, Sophie. They've been keeping Sophie company. The little dog. Sophie's a little dog that's, that's in here. That, otherwise, that makes dog. no sense. Like, well, then we'll just leave it. Leave it with that. <laughs> What's a Sophie? <laughs> What's a Sophie? What have they done? What's a All Sophie? right. Thank you so much. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. <laughs>